Hey, welcome to the Pass the Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and in this week's episode, episode 118, myself and Mike sit down and chat about the video game awards and the kind of funny games showcase. But before we get into this week's episode, a few housekeeping things. Today's episode is sponsored by Goodnight Fatty, the North Shore's premier late night cookie pop-up, as well as Beer Brand, a premium men's grooming company with products for your beard, hair, and body. As always, you can find us on the internet at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. You can check out all of our new merch at our new shop, which you can find on our website, as well as support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash PassTheController. And without further ado, enjoy this week's episode, episode 118 of the Pass the Controller podcast. We're going to do something today that we don't typically do, uh, but I'm a big fan of the guys over at Kind of Funny, and in a recent episode, Tim and Greg had mentioned that they thought it would be cool if somebody did a prediction episode based on their upcoming Kind of Funny game showcase, and with that and the Game Awards coming up next week, I figured we should be the ones to do it. So here we are. Mm-hmm. How excited are you right now? On a level of one to 10 like where is mike's level of excitement at right now Ooh, do you want me to lie or do you want me to say a big number take all of your discretion about your car troubles right now out of the way take mm-hmm. the fact out that navi just tried to swipe at you mm-hmm. my cat right and uh now factor in your your actual opinion here oh i'm still at like a 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5 okay i mean that's fair enough i mean i'm at like a, a soft 10 it'll get harder as the episode goes on so on a scale of one to ten you're at a 10 and your 10 is soft Oh, it'll it'll get harder as the episode goes on, but I mean, but you were already so. I guess if we're gonna go with this erection metaphor here, oh, I never said erection. Nope, well, that's what we're rolling with. All right, uh, you, you're a you're a shower, not a grower here. So like, you're already at the ten. It's gonna get hard, but you're this is what you see is what you get. Yeah, sure. I guess sounds about right. Okay. Uh, so. Before we get into it, for our regular listeners, for those of you who may not be aware of what we're talking about here, uh, Kind of Funny Games is putting on the Kind of Funny Games Showcase, which is going to take place on Saturday, December 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, basically, it kind of started because they were, you know, with the with PlayStation, with Sony not doing PSX this year, they kind of felt a need to do something and i think it might have started off it's one thing or maybe you know kind of said in jest but then it and you know turned into this big thing and i'm pretty excited about it uh, i know a lot of people are pretty excited about it so that is going to be something that they show around 60 games mike 60 i don't think that's a game a second for doing a game show in a minute yeah, I believe it's a two-hour presentation. Oh, um, out, so they're going to show off around 60-ish games. And before we get into what we think we might see or what we're hoping to see, I did a lot of perusing on the interwebs. And uh, I found a few things that have already either been announced as being there or hinted at. So we'll kind of run through some of those, and then we'll go from there. So to kick things off, uh, so some of these are going to be indie games, and uh, if we don't really know much about them, I mean, they're just indie games mm-hmm. that kind of are there. So The Church in the Darkness, uh, something from Zen Studios, who you might know from Pinball FX, Infinite Mini Golf, Castle Storm, 
It's uh, they made a new Twitter account called Mystery Zen Game, so okay. that will be there. They posted a picture. It was like it looks like it has some sort of logo for whatever I'm assuming this game is going to be. And if you look into the logo, because it's like a, it's a it's a see through logo with like looks like a woman holding a book, and it says like we're conjuring something up for the kind of funny game showcase. Oh, so magic. maybe magic, some spells, who knows? I don't know, but we'll find out about that. Uh, Desert Child from Akapara Games. Nice America is going to reveal something or show something. Uh, that could be many things. That could be a new game. It could be something coming from Japan translated. It could be like a Disgaea game or something. Uh, so that one I'm personally a little excited about because I do enjoy some of the games that they bring over here. Uh, 13 AM Games friends of the show uh they are bringing double cross on there a look at that we actually played that at pax east this past year uh with alex rushdie i might have been asleep <laughs> that doesn't surprise me uh you were definitely with me but i think i'm the one that played it okay. um but i mean they're, they're the guys that made rumbo um mm-hmm. among other things and i enjoy what i played at pax so i'm excited to see a little deeper look on that uh long gone days Mini Mech Mayhem, which is a PSVR game. Mm. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. Is that also a PSVR game? You'll find out. Uh, I don't believe so. I It might even already be out maybe in Early Access on Steam, I think. Uh, so we're going to get some exclusive content from Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, Adam's Ascending is going to have a special trailer. Y2K from Axe Studios is going to be there. No idea what that is. Um, and then... A few bigger things that got kind of teased out. Limited Run Games, which... Are you, are you familiar with them? You might, you've got to be. Uh, let's say maybe. They're like... I mean, they're always at PAX, that website. They, they're basically... they A lot of games that are usually digital only, they do a limited run of them. So they'll do like a hard copy. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is PlayStation-focused, um, but lately they've been doing a lot of Switch stuff. So they'll do like, they'll do like digital-only games that are normally only released digitally like they'll do a hard copy of something for the vita or ps4 and they do a lot of switch stuff now so they're teasing something out uh and then sega and yakuza those two twitter accounts are teasing something too so i don't know i'm assuming because the yakuza twitter handle was also in that tweet mm-hmm. that we'll probably see something yakuza related Fair assessment. Uh, so that is going to be there and then Finally, not something that I think was announced on the internet, but when we had a when we had Terry on from Sabotage Studios, you actually weren't here for that episode. But when we had Terry on uh, from Sabotage Studios, uh, the creator of the Messenger, we very briefly touched on the kind of funny game showcase. And if I picked up what he was saying without him saying it. It sounded like something from them, whether Messenger-related or not, is going to be uh, shown here at the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. So I'm 100% looking forward to that. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's personally my game of the year, so mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to what, what he has to bring to the table. Uh, but honestly, like with even with all of those things, that still leaves about like 48 games, give or take, or 48 announcements. Um, so granted, it's a weird space to be in. I'm definitely not doubting the, the power of kind of funny and what they're able to do and accomplish and 
the connections they have and, and the platform that they have is powerful enough that I do think there'll be some AAA stuff, some bigger stuff. Um, personally, you know I play a lot of indie games. I'm a big indie guy. I'm a big indie supporter. So I'm really excited to see what other indie games are there. But I do think there'll be some other bigger announcements as well. Um, there'll probably be some mobile games, some bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a little... It's a little right there. If there's any kind of funny fans listening, that's a little. The kind of funny fans will know what I mean when I said mobile games are bullshit. I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, honestly, I think we'll see some DLC reveals. That sounds fair. I'm not sure what for, but I I do think that at least one of the the triple A, you know, to put in air quotes, triple A titles that get shown off there in any sort of presence will be probably either a deeper look at a DLC we already know is coming or an announcement of some DLC. Um, it, it gets really ridiculous to try to predict what we think is going to be there or to predict what we anticipate they can pull in, especially because it's happening in the same week as the Game Awards. And... We already know the Game Awards is going to have some big world premiere stuff. And they're, I mean, saying calling it is what it is. Like, they're just a bigger production. I mean, they got to get the name the Game Awards. That is true. Did it's like That's like me doing, like, a movie awards and being like, all right, I'm, I'm, the giving, mo- <laughs> I'm giving an award for movies. I am Mr. Movie. Did, I, I can't remember, did the Game Awards start out as the Spike TV Game Awards, or was that just a different thing altogether? Like, I, did he take it from them? I think it was. Jeff on, Keighley? I think it was on Spike TV first, and then Spike TV, if I recall correctly, uh, fizzled into nothing. Yeah. So... Is it, it anything anymore? Is it bought by someone? Is it, like, part of the Esquire network? That was G4. G4 got purchased by the Esquire network. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Spike TV... Is it still around? Maybe. So the problem now becomes to let you in on my finances currently. Yeah, yeah. I'm spending a lot of money on cable, but I'm also spending money on YouTube TV. And basically the only TV I'm watching is the TV that only has YouTube TV connected to. And that means I'm watching one of like two channels, which is Cartoon Network or uh, there's another one. It's another channel I tune into that. I know it's like nearby. I know it's not Comedy Central because Comedy Central is only available on my Comcast box, which I don't go to anymore. So you're you're just paying for cable and not even using cable. I'm using their internet. But I'm spending like I'm sure my bill would be smaller if I didn't. Anyway, point is point is I have no idea what happened to Spike TV because it's not it's not available on YouTube TV, so I don't see it listed anywhere. I would have to look at my Comcast box. I'm sure if it still exists. It's there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't really watch TV at all anymore. I mean, there's very few programs that I'll tune into. I am excited. But see, here's the thing. It's not even TV. I mean, I guess you could classify it as like a TV show, but it's not on TV. It's on Amazon Prime, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the Marvelous Ms. Maisel comes back next week, I think, or in two weeks. Did Emmy you watch that show? Emmy Award winning Marvelous Miss Maisel. No, I did not start watching that. That show is phenomenal. Like, I... That show is hilarious. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan, I think, is the is the lead actress. She is, like, phenomenal. Like, she does a fantastic job. 
the the lady from Mad TV's on it, and she's also great in it. Yeah, um, Alex Bornstein. Yes, and then uh, Tony Shalhoub is phenomenal as well. Tony Shalhoub is great in everything he does. Yeah, it, it's it's a really good show. Like honestly, Mike, I feel like I don't watch a lot of TV, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of good TV that I am not watching. Right, and that's my own fault. Mm-hmm. But I feel like something that can actually make me watch it. And I say, Mike, you should watch it. I feel like that's a good. Like I feel like that's like a strong recommendation. You would be surprised how many people come to me with a similar argument. They say, Mike, this is a really good show, and I know you're watching a lot of TV right now, but you should watch this show. So I should make like a separate list of just those shows to compare it to my list of current shows that I am watching, mm-hmm. compare it to then other shows that I intend to watch. And then, and then look at the third list of people's recommendations. Okay. All right. I mean, to be fair. And then, and then I will continue to not watch any of them. I will just go home. And, and even though TBS is not the channel I was trying to think of earlier. Very I, funny. I will go there and watch reruns of American Dad. Because there's nothing else going on right now. I've been off and there's like nothing on TV during the middle of the day. But isn't that how TV always has been? That's how TV's always been. But when I was younger, I could get away with watching Cartoon Network all the time. See, when I was younger, I felt like every time the show that I wanted to watch wasn't on, which was probably either the Super Mario Brothers Super Show or Pokemon, and they were not on like past like 9 a.m. or something, I feel like the only thing on TV was like Jerry Springer and Judge Judy and things I just didn't want to watch. Factual if you did not have cable. If you did not have cable when I was younger... And this is going way off base of what you were intending to do with this episode. But, you know, I figured I wanted to talk. That's fine. I like uh, it. I like uh, it. We'll get back to it. We'll get time. When I was younger, didn't have cable. I, you know, I forget. Depending on where I was in my life, I might have just watched Jerry Springer or Maury because shit got wild. Blurred I, feel like boobs. Were, I feel like you were a big Maury guy for a while. I was a big Maury guy, but that was later in life. That was like my teenage, of the early college years. Well, the dancers were key, and it was the early time of the internet, so like the dancers were like popular. a thing. Yeah. Anyway, bring it back. Uh, I was fine with PBS for a lot of time. Like, I knew at like noon, I was like, oh boy, time to watch Sesame Street. I know that was like a there was a period of time. I might be thinking like way too young for this. Yeah, but I, like, I, I feel remember... like you might be too like thinking at a young young age yeah. because I mean I I gets down with Sesame Street. Like I fucks with Sesame Street. I actually had. Two different Sesame Street games on my NES. One of them you played as the Count, and hey. it was probably not a good game. But I have very fond memories you had to of that play game. The Count. It was actually just a reskin of Castlevania. <laughs> like there was no counting involved. He was going around <laughs> fucking murking shit. He was just bitch slapping people. Yeah. Like ah ah ah. Where do you think Dave Chappelle got that skit from? One bitch, two bitch, ah uh, ah. Uh, uh, anyways. Yeah, Mike, Mar- Marvelous Miss Maisel, good show. Highly recommend. Get, Guess it's got, what? It's got I've my got... stample of stample. It's got my stamp of approval. Got the Brennan stample of approval. Guess what, Brennan? I've got a list of shows on Amazon Prime alone that I'm like, oh yeah, I should definitely watch that. And then I never watch anything on Amazon Prime. What's the show that Brian Cranston never. wrote or helped helped I write? Sworn... Sneaky Pete or something? Sneaky Pete might be it. Or Peaky Blinders? Those are the same show? I think they're is, two is, is Sneaky Pete a character on Peaky Blinders? No, I think Sneaky Pete is his own show with his own thing. I want to say Peaky Blinders is a... Okay, so in my mind, I was like, oh, I think that's a different show. But I'm like, maybe I'm thinking about Faulty Towers, which is a different... <laughs> I've never heard of that. Faulty Towers is like a British show. Yo, like, we landed at Tilted? 
Tilted Towers? That's, yeah. what, that's what it makes me think of. Um, and I keep wanting to say that Brian Cranston is somehow involved in Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, but I might be making that up. I don't even know what that is. Actually, no, that does sound very familiar. That It's a show on Amazon Prime that's based off of a book by Philip K. Dick. The, uh, but the book it itself was that's also definitely... readapted into the movie Blade Runner. Is that what the book is called? Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Okay, yes. that's definitely come up more than once at trivia, and yep. we've never gotten that question properly answered whether it was who's the author or what's the book or mm-hmm. something <sighs> anyways yeah. back to the kfg showcase uh-huh. uh being that it's going to be super hard to predict especially with the video game awards and in trying to just figure out what we could even imagine would be here since again with you know about 48 ish games left to kind of unveil I feel like there's going to be a big chunk of them that are probably going to be indie games. Um, and judging from the list of stuff we already know about, some of that stuff is stuff that's just not already announced. Um, so I think the best way to go through it would be kind of to touch on some of the bigger and smaller you know, developers and publishers that could potentially have something to show off there. So the first of which I'll bring up, which I think is also the least likeliest, is mm-hmm. Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo is going to show anything. At least nothing first party. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nintendo is just like solely in their space of like doing their directs and like how they have their own like like flow of what they do. I do think they'll show something at the Game Wars and we'll touch on that later, but I don't think they'll show anything here. At least nothing first party. There'll definitely be some stuff coming to Switch. I just don't think it will be any Nintendo first party stuff. Fair. Um... I don't, I don't know if you agree or disagree with that. I cannot see them showing be like, all right, guys, here it is, Pokemon, fucking, you know, drapes and carpet. I mean, it <laughs> drapes and carpet. I was trying to think of something good, and all I could see was your drapes, and I was like, all right, what goes with the drapes? And I looked down at the carpet. I didn't know those were one and one or opposites. Or, I don't know. But, hey, I guess that's the next Pokemon game. Uh, I mean... If they were to pull something in crazy from Nintendo, like, that would be fucking humongous. I do think that they'll have one banger. Like, I think they'll have one big thing that's pretty important. I don't know if it'll be from Nintendo, though. Up next, Sony. Now, I know you're not, like, big in the kind of funny ecosystem, big on Greg Miller. But I, I am heavily involved, and I know that he's a big Sony guy over there. So... I feel as though if it wasn't organic or if Sony didn't reach out to him, I feel like he may have reached out to them. So I do expect something from Sony. May not be anything humongous, but with the lack of PSX this year, um, Sony's stance on like, you know, we're not going to be at E3 next year. I think they'll have something small to Game Awards, but I also think maybe that they will have something here for them. Maybe a PSVR title. Another small clip of Death Stranding, and it'll just show fucking Mads Mikkelsen sitting around cutting his fingernails. Now, normally, I'd be like, you know what, Mike? Yeah, I'm on board. Mm -hmm. But fucking Hideo and fucking Jeff Keighley are like best buds. If there's any Death Stranding stuff coming up next week, it's going to be at the Game Awards. I mean, Jeff is going to be very sad if, if fucking my boy Greg over here is snatching up that Hideo exclusive 
Unless, I mean, you never you never know. I mean, what do we got here? The Game Awards is uh, on the 6th, and the Kind of Funny Game Showcase is on the 8th. We could always see, you know, and I doubt this would happen, but what if we saw, like, a half trailer at the Game Awards and then the second half of the fucking Kind of Funny Game Showcase? Well, they showed a trailer at the Kind of Funny Thingamajig, and they showed actual gameplay at the Whatchamacallit Who's Doozy. Yeah? Yeah. Well, the Whatchamacallit Who's Doozy comes first. Oh, okay. So mm. I don't know if that messes up your plans. Mm, maybe. Well, you know, it, it's always going to look like gibberish either way. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm bored with that. Uh, Microsoft, up next. I hope so especially like i said because uh you know greg's a big sony guy it would be nice to see oh no, that's a nice little sony announcement hanging out over there uh, sony microsoft, microsoft announcement i think we'll see something from microsoft maybe it'll be like a game pass game coming or 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 something there's got to be something well, even if it's just like some backwards compatibility stuff you know what i mean i mean what with all their thing acquisitions and their fucking they definitely have stuff in the pipe, I, I, it's gonna be weird. I know. Well, again, we'll get to the we'll get to the game awards. We get to the game awards, um, but yeah, I expect something from Microsoft, even with something small. It could be something like you know, Cuphead DLC trailer or something. Um, oh yeah, do we see any? I forget. Do we see any more from that first? Let me see that first one. I think that was. I think for some reason I'm, I I want to say it was before E3 that we saw that, the announcement of that. Yeah. So I don't. But I don't think we have a date. I just think we have a 2019 stamp. So that that's something that will probably get shown at one of these events. Uh, moving on from that, I mean, some of the other bigger dogs. Do we think anything from Ubisoft? So like Assassin's Creed related or Mario and Rabbids, if they wanted to do some more DLC for that. Uh, I guess my first question is, do people actually like Odyssey? Uh, for a lot of people, it's their game of the year, actually. Oh. Wow. Uh, I know Greg does not like Red Dead, loves Odyssey. All right. Well, maybe maybe they'll do some DLC for that. I I, I don't know how that would work. Is it DLC and then you you buy more things after you buy the DLC? What do you mean? Don't you, like, buy a bunch of shit in this game? Like, you have to spend, like, real people dollars in order to, like, in order to, like, actually progress in the game. As no, a... so I don't think... There's no paywalls in Odyssey, but... I believe that there's like quality of life upgrades, so you can like spend money to like basically get like an XP bonus, so like you get like double XP. So it's not necessary, but it's like kind of nudgy if you don't want to grind as much. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll see something from Ubisoft, EA. I'm gonna personally say no. I don't foresee anything from EA. Um, I don't know if you think. We'll get something from Star Wars or Battlefield or uh, sports. Sports would be the way to go. You think so? I mean, I feel like it's the easiest thing to be like, hey, guess what? We add- I don't even know what they do for DLC for sports. What do they I do? I don't think they... I don't think... We added a new ball in baseball. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. I don't think I, they do I much DLC sports in sports in games. real life or in virtual reality, so, like, I don't know. Yeah, they get some balls and they get some bats and they get some... Mm-hmm kicks and they get some you know baskets Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh you know they got some jerseys Um, all right and uh you know cricket's a thing 
Cricket is a thing. Do we have uh, a cricket game? If we do, it either definitely doesn't get released here or it gets released and nobody cares or talks about it. Is cricket big everywhere or just in certain countries? I, I do not believe it has the, uh, the level of popularity as, let's say, football, but... Cricket is, like, Asian, but not Asian as, like, it's, like, an, big in India? In, I thought it was a big in England. Eng- I thought it was a big English sport. I think it's big in India too. I think it's a big Indian sport. Like I don't think I don't think baseball is popular in India, but I think cricket is. Even though they're not really the same sport, they they have a lot of yeah, similarities. I was confused why you brought that. up. Well, I think there's some there's some. I mean, America baseball is like an American sport, right? Um, but there are some other countries that like are big on baseball, like some South American countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, China, China and Japan are big on baseball, but like I don't think Europe gives a fuck about baseball. I don't really think the rest of Asia gives a fuck about baseball. Fair. Um, but I think like I think cricket is big in India. I think it's big in England. I mean that would kind of make sense because wasn't India like an English colony at some point? Yeah. Really showing our our weakness in well world co- culture and history. Listen, I never said I was good at maps. Mm-hmm. I was never a big map guy. I failed out of cartography school. Well, I couldn't find the place because I couldn't read the map. What? The blue is the land? <laughs> <laughs> is that that's the first episode of Rest of Development, right? I think so. Oh, such a good show. Such an underrated show. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some Cricket DLC for uh, Cricket 2019. Yep. Blizzard? No, not even like some Hearthstone stuff or like some fucking Hots stuff. Didn't I we, doubt some Overwatch stuff. Didn't we just do BlizzCon? BlizzCon like, was in November, yeah. But you never know. I mean, it could be like something simple. It could be like, hey, let's, you know what? Let's, we don't have a date or an announcement quotes or like skins released for Winter Wonderland, do we? Uh, no. Even though it must be starting next week. It must be starting next week. So I would assume that we'll probably get like the first thing maybe Tuesday. Tuesday will probably put like a, a, Thing up on Twitter and Instagram, like a little. But it bit. wouldn't start to the week after. Uh, it will probably will actually because I feel like every time a new Overwatch event starts, we get a leak before, like an unintentional. Mm. It gets leaked from. Is it usually like, like China? Usually, someone's Twitter jumps the gun. Yeah, so I feel like we haven't gotten that yet. So it must not be this upcoming Tuesday, which would leave room for one of these events if they wanted to do it at one of them, be like the Winter Wonderland is back and here's the skins and you know what I mean? I guess. I could see that happening if it was the week after. So if it Mm -hmm. wasn't this upcoming week, which I feel like we would have already knew about it if it was this upcoming Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. well, again, I think we're going to get the announcement. I don't know if we get the announcement. I forget how much time. I think this happens every every single time. We're like, I should just keep track of when the, these are when the announcement occurs as opposed to when it actually starts like do they normally announce it a week or two weeks before the event yeah when does the event normally start and like i never keep track of it even though i say i'm going to yeah but i feel like it's usually the switch happens on like the the rollout the week change is usually on a tuesday mm-hmm. and today's friday when we're recording this and we haven't seen a leak or an official announcement i feel like they wouldn't announce it over the weekend Oh, no, no, no. I still believe it's going to happen on a Tuesday. I'm just saying I would assume... But it's not gonna... this upcoming Tuesday. I, I felt like they'd probably announce it this coming Tuesday, but I guess the following Tuesday could work, too. So you think that they would still announce it on Tuesday and then it would roll out that following night? 
No, no, no. I don't say they announce it and then it's going to roll out immediately afterwards. I'm saying, like, they announce it, we do the normal week of, like, hey, this skin and... Yeah, this skin. so what I'm saying is that would leave it open for them to use the announcement at one of these events. Because it would roll out the week after both of these events take place. Ah, yes. Because these events take place next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a possibility for sure. Uh, Bethesda, I doubt it. You don't want to see some more uh, Fallout 76 stuff? I don't think Bethesda's in the spot to talk more about Fallout 76 just because they're surrounded with so much negativity right now. I don't unless they had something like very monumental fan friendly to announce. Our big announcement, anyone who got that nylon bag will get a canvas bag instead. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't I don't I mean, could see Doom, could see Rage, but you never know. Mm-hmm. I could, you know what? I could see Rage being a thing. I could see Bethesda at one of these events showing something non Fallout seventy six related to maybe shift the narrative away from the negativity. Because if someone's excited about these other Bethesda games, yeah. Um, the other two that I wanted to bring up were Fortnite. Do we think we'll get any Fortnite related announcements? Mm, maybe. The tough part is, like I said, the thing that makes this tough is like the Game Awards is the same week. So like some of these things could get announcements just at the Game Awards. Right. Yeah, I mean I'm trying to think of what they would announce. I haven't heard like them announce. A new event, a new collab. Apparently it's weird. I don't know how Dom figured this out, but Dom was like talking about how, oh, there's rumors that like the next crossover event is going to be Wreck-It Ralph. Oh yeah, we talked about that already. And then apparently Wreck-It Ralph showed up in the game the yeah, other day. He Oh yeah, I didn't send you this picture. At like Risky Reels or something. What you got for me? What you got? Hey Fortnite, Ralph is on the loose. Keep an eye on your servers. Thanks for the heads up. We'll be sure to not get wrecked. <laughs> and is that they actually post that Donkey Kong meme too? No, someone was making fun of them. Okay. <sighs> Damn. But, oh yeah, so he must have sent you uh, that? Uh, yes, that's what he sent me. So, we might see some more developments on that, or who knows? Yeah, I suppose. My thing is that I feel like Fortnite probably will have some sort of presence or announcement at the Game Awards, which means maybe we'll get some PUBG stuff at, uh, kind of funny. Kind of funny game showcase. Well, someone's got to take care of Microsoft's. Terrible child. Uh, I mean, it's coming to PlayStation. It'll it'll get a surge in player base again. It'll be fine. I, I mean, nothing's gonna get that Fortnite money. You know what I'm saying? No, that Fortnite money. They were making Boku dollars. So, one of the things that Greg tweeted out was that not only will there be one, but there will be at least two games listed as coming to Vita. Oh, shit. Do we think that any of these games we talked about are Vita games? Mm. I'm going to say no. I'm basing that on nothing because I just don't... I don't know. Eh. Maybe the the Nice America announcement will also come to Vita. I don't know. With with so many indie games, the Vita could run it. 
the yeah. Mia could run a lot of things. The Vita is like very comparable machine. Like it's yeah. not wrong with that. It's just it's the Vita, and it's not the 3DS or the Switch. So I mean, it is what it is. I do want to mention before we keep moving on the Sabotage Studio slash the Messenger announcement. Wouldn't be surprised if maybe it was like, hey, this is coming to another platform. So you're saying it's coming to the Vita? I hope not, because that game's great, and more people deserve to play it, not less people. I feel like somehow if it came out on the Vita, less people would play it. Mm. So I don't want that to happen, because I love the Messenger. Um, ba 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 ba. Personally, I prefer the Air. Yeah. But uh, I would love if they announced the fucking Thanksgiving banger as an official fucking audio track coming on fucking iTunes and SoundCloud and Spotify. Because mm-hmm. that's my fucking jam, Mike. You know. Yeah. Listen, Andy Cortez does no wrong. I've got nothing to add to that conversation. Did I tell you, this is like sidebar, but kind of related, but kind of not related. Did I tell you that I popped into his stream a few times and like... Yeah, and you like... The whole cheese thing? Yeah, you told me about all that. It was good times. We were having a blast. The whole fucking... The whole chat was just throwing cheese puns at him. It was fantastic. I like... I like don't want to like fucking be a braggart mm-hmm. but i feel like i had some fucking good ones in there brendan finally found his calling and it's making cheese puns listen i love cheese i like puns yeah finally i'm really good at it you know what you should quit all this and start working for cheese it's when they do like their next commercial fucking ad campaign as like a voice or as like the <clears throat> as human a, guy talking as, to the cheese wheels as a writer any any anything you feel like you can contribute they're probably not using you enough you, so you, what you're saying is i could be like the conan o'brien to like the sunshine cheese it corporation um maybe you're giving yourself a little bit too much credit but sure why not why we're both like from massachusetts devilishly handsome the, pale okay Farm Massachusetts and pale, fair. Uh, everything else uh, could not be more widely opposite. You're going to sit here and tell me that Conan O'Brien isn't devilishly handsome. I didn't say anything about his looks. All right, fair enough. I, I know Mike has a type, and it's tall gingers. Tall gingers, as we all know. So it's him, uh, Scalabrini. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> fucking throwing on a Scalab fucking bronze reference over here. Um... So, the last two things I want to touch on for the Kind of Funny Game Showcase before we move on to the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. What do we think, what platform do we think is going to have the most games shown for it? Now, granted, I'm sure some of these, a lot of these will be multi-platform. Right. Do we think that Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, or Steam, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go out and say it's not going to be Vita, since it's going to have two games, but... Of the other platforms, where where do we think is gonna land the most? I'm gonna go out and say Switch. Hmm. Now, granted, I think a lot of these will be multi-plat. Mm-hmm. I just think the Switch is gonna. Uh, it's tough. Steam. Steam. Is, I feel like Steam. Is yeah. The gag. All right. Let's let's rule Steam out. Because right. no one cares about those PC guys, right? So you're ruling out Vita. You're ruling out Steam. All right. Well, Vita we know is two, and there's sixty games, Mike. So it can't unless there's like. Ouya games and like fucking Apple TV games, which I guess, hey, possibility. But I'm going to just save the Vita, unfortunately, 
is going to come in at the two spot and stay there. You know, since we're ruling out Vita, we should probably just rule out PlayStation 2. So really between the Switch and the Xbox. And honestly, like the Xbox, you know, they're super, you know, forget the Xbox. So which system do you think is going to have the most games on it uh, from between the Switch and that's it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I guess three, the... 3DS too, actually. I forgot the 3DS. Okay, so 3DS and Switch. All right. You know what? Since Nintendo is just so powerful in in the in the gaming, uh, you know, they got the handheld, they got the hybrid. Mm-hmm. So we'll just count that as one. So like the 3DS and Switch, that's just one platform. So let's one just, platform. So, so they win, right? Yeah, just by terms of math. But but really, I personally think that Switch will probably have the most out of Switch, Xbox, PS4. Right. How you feeling over there? I suppose. Just because, I mean... Everyone loves a Switch. Switch games, especially indie games, indie games seem to do really well on the Switch. Nindies, as I like to call them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> PlayStation is busy making a new PlayStation. The Xbox has all those graphics and it's like we don't want to do things like teraflops teraflops you're big, telling me that like you, big old 12 teraflops you don't hear the word teraflops and you go from a soft 10 to a hard 10 i really wish you'd stop talking about the number 10 like that listen i am just talking about the number 10 you're the one that got it all dirty now that we've been at this for oh wow 36 minutes um now that we've been at it for that long how is your your 10 right now my 10 right now well after all this teraflop talk uh, we're looking at you know pretty okay. hefty, hefty 10 right now i i gotta dig more into this so is it possible for you to have like a hard one i mean you could have a hard one i guess could but you have like, like a hard any number under 10 i mean i would say yeah like if you had a hard five it's like it's so close to being a six but like it's a hard five that's that's like a personal jab too, I guess. Hmm. And I'm being generous. I don't know. I'm I'm honestly more confused the more <laughs> you explain this. Yeah, I don't I don't know, Mike. I don't know why you're letting me go down this rabbit hole. Uh, so we're gonna both say the switch here. Switch is probably gonna get the most of these titles here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then uh, a hard second would be. Well, I don't know. I was, I was posing the question. Vita Island, obviously. Okay. Uh, PSVR. There should be at least two PSVR games, according to uh, Mr. Miller. All right. Well, I hope they're good. I hope they are, too. Well, one of them is Mini Mech Mayhem. Hmm. But I'm a normal-sized man. Although I suppose a normal-sized man would be considered a Mini Mech of sorts compared to normal-sized mechs. I guess that's fair. Hmm. That's fair. Right. Uh, before we go into the last kind of funny game showcase topic i do want to say because I, I forgot to mention this and i'm just thinking of it now we do need to get a release date for killer queen black still which i believe is still supposed to come out in december and i don't think it's received a hard date yet so we could turn that soft date into a hard date here. Right. I only did that because you smirked i wasn't gonna do that like yeah, i just yeah, I, was... I, I you you brought that upon yourself anything the fact that you brought up hard as a descriptor is the real problem yeah you know you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do but i i wouldn't be surprised if killer queen black is one of those titles especially because those guys over there are big killer queen guys um and gals mm-hmm. and then this comes out after i believe it's 
I believe the release date of, of Gris is the 14th, so maybe another trailer for, for Gris. Or, if not, Devolver will probably have at least one thing here. We didn't bring up Devolver earlier. Yeah, I didn't bring something. I, I would see them being high on the list of, of being a contender. But the last thing that I want to say about the Kind of Funny Game Showcase yeah. is, do you think there's going to be like one marginally bigger announcement out of everything that gets announced or shown off? Yeah, one or two big ones, maybe. Eh, well, I wouldn't get my hopes up. Okay. I think there'll be at least one. I'm assuming as the closer. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what it would be. Like, I don't know what... Like, I feel like they could pull a decent world premiere triple A title. I just don't know who it would be from. Probably not Sony. Probably not Capcom. Probably not EA. So, like, maybe Microsoft. Maybe Ubisoft. Maybe Devolver. Maybe Yacht Club. Maybe, like, a new Shovel Knight King of Cards trailer? Maybe. Even though I feel like we've seen a lot of King of Cards. We've played King of Cards. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what it will end up being, but I do think there'll be at least one rather meaty announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, that pretty much wraps up our thoughts on the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. I personally am very excited about this. Um, again, I love all these all these you know lovely people over at Kind of Funny. I think they are hilarious, and uh, you know I think they're passionate about what they do. And obviously, for the listeners and for you, you know that I'm a big indie guy, and there's going to be you know a decent focus on indie stuff here. So I'm excited for like indies to have a nice little showcase, little platform to kind of stand out. Um, so I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. And for our listeners, if you're unaware, that's on Saturday, December 8th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. And uh, yeah, head over there and show them some support because they're, they're doing great things over there. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they bring to the table. But Mike, before we wrap things up here, we should probably dive into the Game Awards just a tad, just a teensy bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, full disclosure, Obviously, you know, you and I and the, the few other individuals involved with Pass the Controller, we're not a large organization. We can't play all these games. Nope. So there's plenty of games that are up for noms and stuff that we just aren't going to play or haven't played. And, uh, you know, that's not necessarily speaking to the quality of the games. They might just not be for us or we just don't have time because, you know, we're not made of infinite time and or infinite money. Mm-hmm. So what I think the best thing for us to do is... To probably run through some of the major categories and say what we think will win. Mm -hmm. And if certain categories, there's a game that isn't nominated that you wished was nominated, throw that in the mix. And say that should have been it. So we will uh, kick that off right quick. Let me pull that up right, John. So let's see. Category list. What we got? What we got? What we got? We'll probably go with uh, probably. We'll probably skip some of the esports ones, community award. Uh, we'll go with best debut indie. 
So we get Donut County, Florence, Moss, The Messenger, and Yoku's Island Express. I'm going to be heartbroken if The Messenger doesn't win. Mm-hmm. The Messenger is by far my choice here. I don't know if you have a, an opinion here nor there. Mm-hmm. Donut County, Florence, Moss, The Messenger, Yoku's Island Express. Well, I just like the name Yoku Island Express. It was a uh, very well received. And uh, I like donuts. Did so you not play Donut County? I don't think so. Donut County's fun. Florence actually, I mean, I love Moss too. Florence is a short, delicious little, uh, it should be on Android. It's definitely on iPhone. That's how I played it. But it should oh, be on I Android too. Remember, I remember you and Don talking about it, I think. Oh, did Don play it too? Maybe I'm thinking about a different game. Uh, Well, maybe he did play it. But Florence, like, took me for a fucking ride. Beep, beep, beep. Calling it a game is like, it's like very light game, more just like it's going to tell a narrative. It's going to tell you a story. I was fucking weeping, like weeping over this game. So Florence for me is like second on that list for sure. But the messenger for me, please messenger, take that, take that down. Um, Best multiplayer game. We get Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Destiny mm-hmm. 2 Forsaken, right. Fortnite, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter World, mm-hmm. and Sea of Thieves. Now I, I enjoy it all. I've played all of these titles on here. I've enjoyed uh, my time with all of them. What are you mm-hmm. thinking over here? Well, I believe I only played one of them. Let's roll through that again. We got Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Destiny 2, Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, and Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I only played one of them. So I'm going to go ahead and say Black Ops. Black Ops will get it. You think Black Ops will get it? People now, that shit. I. it's tough because like, I part of me wants to agree with you. What does it say? For outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op, massively multiplayer experiences in irrespective of game genre. So it's tough because I feel like Fortnite is up for another award that probably it will get it for. I think it's up for best ongoing game. Monster Hunter World was fantastic too. That's tough. I want Monster Hunter World to win. If this is a game of, I mean, if this is a a award based purely off of democracy, I feel as though people are still quite favorable to Black Ops right now. I think. I think Fortnite is too, but I think Fortnite's, what, two years old now? One year? How old is it now? Um, Fortnite is, the full game has been out for... No one gives a shit about the Fortnite. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Battle Royale... I don't think the Battle Royale mode really took hold until, like, last December. I think the game came out in, like, the fall of last year. So it hasn't even been full two years. Okay. It's been, like, a year and a half, probably. I mean, there's no arguing. Fortnite's, are, like, is one of the biggest games right now. Like, mm-hmm. globally. Um, and I think a lot of these games have a good chance. I mean, the Destiny 2 Forsaken update, people are loving that. Sea of Thieves has a very dedicated community that people are really enjoying. <sighs> Fuck. I'm sure they were enjoying it before Todd started playing. Hey, ooh. I'm trying to, I'm trying to base my decision off of like, do I think certain cat, like some of these games are obviously multi, like have multiple nominations, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if like certain ones will win specific categories, but won't sweep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go stick with Monster Hunter World, and you're gonna go with Call of Duty. 
Uh, best sports racing game. I feel like we don't even need to read the categories because, I mean, read the nominations because it's going to go to Forza Horizon 4, and if it doesn't, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Pro Evolution Soccer, NBA 2K19, Mario Tennis, and FIFA 19. I'm just going to say it's going to Forza. That's my, that's my thought on that. Sure. Best strategy game. we got Valkyria Chronicles 4, Into the Breach, Frostpunk, Battletech, and The Banner Saga 3. Now, I haven't played Banner Saga 3, but I've played 1 and 2, and they're fantastic games. Uh, Into the Breach is on my list of backlog games that I need to play. And Valkyria Chronicles 4 is I'm playing right. Valkyria Chronicles 4 I'm playing right now, and I'm fucking having a blasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a... It's... For me personally, it's kind of like Fire Emblem, but very different. So I'm like really fucking loving it, actually. Um, but I don't know who I would give it to. I think Into the Breach, honestly, would probably win this category. I don't know if you have an opinion here or there for best strategy game. Uh, let's see. Best family game. We got Mario Tennis Aces, Labo, Overcooked 2, Starlink, Super Mario Party. That's tough. I want to give it to Overcooked. I think Overcooked would take it, actually. Because I, the Mario Party game sold well. I just don't think it was like... It was like lukewarm reception. Mm. So I could see it going to Overcooked. I could see that taking, taking it up. Best fighting game. Soul Calibur. <laughs> Fucking Maxi main over here. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Soul Calibur Six, and Street Fighter Five. I am gonna ignore Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition because, I mean, sure. Well, uh, fuck you. But uh, sure, the Arcade Edition came out this year, but that game came out in 2016. Like, it. The Arcade Edition is just the same game with more characters that you can buy as DLC. So I'm not even going to fucking tickle that. That's tough. I mean, it's hard to, like, gauge this one because how many of the people voting, like, I feel like the fighting game genre is, like, a little bit... I feel like it's still kind of niche. And I feel like if you are into that scene and, like, into... Evo and the fighting game community, you, it might alter how you perceive some of these games. Like I personally think Dragon Ball Fighter Z should win this, mm-hmm. and I also think that they like had an amazing presence at Evo this year. So like I feel like they were like the cream of the crop out of this selection here. I mean, if Smash Ultimate was on this list, I think that would win hands down, but it's not. I don't know. You're going to stick with Soul Calibur 6? Uh, I mean, I would want it to be Dragon Ball Fighters. I don't know if it would win, but I mean, it could. I, I'm going to stick with that. I think we're going with Dragon Ball Fighters. Best role playing game we get Dragon Quest 11, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternity 2. This is another fucking heavy hitting category here. I want Monster Hunter World to win some award but I also want Octopath Traveler to win something. I'm going to hope and give it to Octopath here. Nah. I played none of those. I, I've i seen Joe talk very highly of Monster He's dumped World. 300 hours in there. So that must count for something. He's a big fan. Best action adventure game? We get AC Odyssey, God of War, Spider-Man's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm really sorry, Tomb Raider. You were probably fine, but you're 
just up against some fucking heavy hitters here. So this is another tough category because I feel like a lot of these games are nominated for Game of the Year, among other things. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that some people are going to vote that way, where it's like a lot of people are probably grappling between Red Dead 2 and God of War. So they're probably going to not vote for them in this category. Does that make sense? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I would like to see it go to... I would like to see this category go to Spider-Man, because I do think it was like a very enjoyable well done game mm-hmm. i just tried playing again today and i didn't get very far i think i think i literally got to a i played the first i played through the first time to play as mary jane oh those and literally <sighs> it was just like i was in a museum i was like looking at some pictures and then i had to whatever move some statue around yeah the mj missions and the miles missions are like Full stop. What keeps me from like finishing that game? They are so boring. It it <laughs> I was like walking around, and it didn't cross my mind until way later. Like, oh, I can run. I forgot. Yeah, that's even worse. I, like in a game that gets traversal so right with how Spider Man moves. Mm-hmm. Anytime you are not Spider Man, if you're fucking Peter or MJ or Miles. I want to blow my brains out. It's like, I I don't know if this was here to like pad the game's length out or what it, the purpose of this is, but it is not fun. Like, m- maybe it's moving some narrative point along, but just fucking do a cutscene. This is not fun. And if anyone legitimately had fun playing that, like, stealth missions are good in Tom Clancy, Splinter Cell, and Metal Gear Solid. Other than that, like, let's just... Oh, I didn't even get to, like, a stealthing. It was literally just for that one part that you're talking about. Did you about. finish the museum level? I didn't finish it. So basically what happened was MJ, you know, Spider-Man... Or it's, it's like the Kingpin's, like, thing yeah. or whatever, yeah. Spider-Man bumped into MJ. MJ recounts what happened 15 minutes earlier, and, like, we do that thing. Yeah. And Ugh. then Spider-Man has to, like, take out people without getting the hostage killed. Okay. And I've so far not managed to do that. I keep getting that woman shot and in my and in my defense like she was like chummy with kingpin so like it's not like a big loss yeah exactly she's like a bad person she deserved it she, she deserved, deserved it. it but the game does not want me to get her killed yeah no i i don't know Th- those missions they get worse mike they get way way worse there's one i don't want to spoil anything for you because they i mean they do contain story beats like again they were in from what it looks like to me it was twofold it was we're gonna move some narrative along but we're also going to pad out the length of this game because it's a not super long game. I don't yeah, know. it's weird that this is like the first. I feel like it's like the first mission I've had to do, sort of. I, I'm not sure. But basically, like, the game says I'm 10% to do, and I'm not doing anything much besides, like, doing some story stuff. Yeah, I mean, the game is fantastic. I would, like, highly recommend playing through it more. I mean, I myself still need to finish it, but, I mean, I enjoyed what I played of it, except for those fucking missions. Um, best action game we get Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Dead Cells Destiny 2 Forsaken Far Cry 5 Mega Man 11 I'm gonna give it to Dead Cells here mm. I know you haven't played really many of these yeah um I don't know let's say let's say Call of Duty again Why okay alright alright this one I already know your fucking answer. Best VR AR game. We get mm. Astrobot Rescue Mission, mm-hmm. Beat Saber, uh-huh. Firewall Zero Hour, uh-huh. Moss, mm-hmm. Tetris Effect. Now, 
if you're listening to this and you listened to last episode, episode 116, 117, Mike and I did a deeper dive on our foray into PSVR and VR in general right now. And, I mean, this is a fucking stacked lineup. Yeah, well... In a lot of these games, we There's only have so many games into. the VR. I know, that's true. But, I mean, these are some fucking bangers. And honestly, I the only one I've finished so far is Tetris Effect. I played through the journey mode. But I haven't finished Moss. Farewell, I mean, I guess doesn't end. Beat Saber, played a little bit. And then Astrobot, I've played to, like, the, th- the second... Like, halfway through the second world. And I've enjoyed all of these games. Like, all these games are fantastic. I, mm, I don't know. I mean, I know what you're going to say. Astrobot. <laughs> that little guy, he's just walking around. He is like, the best. He's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And he punches the guy, and then he's jumping around and hovering. He's a robot. He's the best. I'm also a robot. I knew it. You're going with Beat Saber, right? I mean, I'd like it to win. Yeah. So, Mike's going with Beat Saber. I don't know if it's actually going to win, but I'd like it to win. I don't know what's hot in the streets right now. Yeah, people are going nuts about Beat Saber. I'm, I'm going Astrobot. Astrobot's fucking phenomenal. Like, tonight, I'm going to play more Astrobot. It's great. Like, I just, I get, I'm like fucking bobbing and weaving, getting into it. Yeah, Playing with my little guy, just hanging out in the controller. If I stay awake, I might play some uh, Super Hot. Ooh, super hot. Uh, best mobile game? We got Donut County, Florence, Fortnite, PUBG Mobile, Reigns, Game of Thrones. Now, I've been told, and I've only played it once, I've been told that PUBG Mobile is actually pretty good. And now I think about it, I've probably played it more than once. But I've, I've been told it runs pretty well. So, all things considered. PUBG Mobile and Fortnite Mobile, personally, I prefer the air. But personally, I am not, I don't like touch controls, like mm-hmm. instead of a controller. So I'm not good at those inputs. But both of them are very impressive running on a phone. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. But are they like like is that what we're going to base the winner off here? Is like which one's the most impressive? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to give my vote here to Florence and I think Florence has a good chance of pulling it in. And I think Florence has Maybe Donut County too. Uh, Donut County might be on Steam. I don't think Florence is on anything else besides phones, so that might give it an edge here. Um, meh, you know what PUBG? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Okay. Okay. So we did best debut indie. Now best independent game. Now again, I am just gonna say the messenger because I want it to happen, but it's probably not because. People really love Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of the Oberdin. I don't know what that is. And then The Messenger. I'm going to go with The Messenger, but it's probably going to go to Celeste. Because Celeste is up for Game of the Year, and it's not going to win Game of the Year, most likely. So Celeste is probably going to win this category. Yeah, maybe. What are your thoughts? Well, seeing as I played maybe five minutes of Celeste, and then I've seen pictures of Dead Cells... Um... <laughs> I'm going to go with Celeste. Okay. All right. Um, probably I got skip... confused because I was like, these are pictures of real, real people. people. Yeah, we'll probably skip the performance one just because I feel like we haven't played enough of the games that have people nominated to make sense for us to even 
Like, but regardless, I'm going to say whoever voices Spider-Man in Spider-Man. All right. So you're, gonna, he, you're, you're giving it to just... Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker. Boom. Nailed it. Uh, let's see. Best audio design. But Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Forza Horizon 4, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. It's tough because those those horse plops. Yeah? And, you're a big and, fan of those? And RD 2D 45. I think I'm going to probably say Spider-Man. Just because... The game does a very good job of, like, as soon as you start swanging around, mm-hmm. transitioning into, like, a, like, it feels like a scene from a Marvel movie. Like, the music, like, comes in and it's, like, starts slow and just builds right up to something, like, that feels amazing. And I I don't think that that's, like, something I've really experienced in a game before. If I have, I've never noticed it. Or it didn't leave a lasting impression. To go back to the voice actor thing real quick, he had to record his lines twice for a bunch of things because there were the lines he said when he's like just walking, but then he had to re-record the same lines so if like he's he swinging, swinging around, Whoa. he would sound like fucking out of breath and shit. I didn't know that. So it's best audio design, not just like music. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it to Spider-Man because that's fucking... I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that might be a regular thing and I just don't know, but mm-hmm. you brought that tidbit up and it fucking sold me. Yep. Um, ba, 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 ba. best art direction we got AC Odyssey, God of War Octopath Traveler, Red Dead 2 Return of the Oberdin. I'm sorry, I don't know what you are I'm gonna I don't know look what you up. are, but you keep popping up I so know. I'm going to give this one to you I'm, I'm going to look you Congratulations. up later I think I'd give it to Octopath I just like what how I, I just like the aesthetic of that game I like it stylistically it's probably not going to win, but I'm going to give it to it uh, best narrative we got Detroit Become Human uh, God of War, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm going to give it to Gone Home. <laughs> How many times have you played through Gone Home trying to get that speedrunning achievement? I haven't played it in a long time. Did you ever get the speedrunning achievement? I don't think I did. Mike, you're killing me right now. We're going to do a live stream on Twitch mm-hmm. of just you trying to get through that. And we can't turn off the stream until you do it. Alright, whatever. You stream for the rest of your life? I got time. Um, I don't know what. I feel like I don't really have a strong opinion on any of these. It's probably gonna go to Red Dead. People love that Red Dead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Best game direction, A Way Out. Interesting. Detroit Become Human, God of War, Marvel Spider Man, Red Dead Redemption Two. I mean, the, the category is described as awarded to a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. I mean, A Way Out is a cool concept. I don't think it is, like, going to beat any of these, unfortunately. I wouldn't give it to Spider-Man. God of War, I think, has a... I think... I don't think God of War necessarily had, like, an outstanding creative vision or innovation in game design i just think it was a very well made game that people enjoyed um it's probably not a red dead that those horse ball mechanics mm-hmm. i mean when i was building the horse mechanics in metal gear solid 5 yeah uh best ongoing game like awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that involves the player experience over time destiny forsaken 2 fortnite no man's sky overwatch rainbow six siege these are all some fucking bangers Mr. Thomas Clancy. I'm going to give it to Overwatch, though. 
Though, this might... I don't know. Overwatch might edge out Fortnite here. Maybe. It's a tight race. It is going to be tight, but I think it will ultimately come down between those two. I hope Overwatch wins, but you never know. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Mike, the big one, the big boys here. Mm -hmm. Game of the year. Right. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Got AC Odyssey, got Celeste, got God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. This, again, I, my game of the year personally is The Messenger. If Smash Brothers Ultimate was out and I've had a chance to play it and it was in these categories, it would probably be Smash Brothers Ultimate. But The Messenger is my game of the year right now. So looking at this selection. Yeah, Red Dead. You think Red Dead's taking it? Yeah, why not? I think... I'm not exactly sure how the voting breaks down. Like, I don't know if... Like, I don't know if it would work out in a scenario where the votes could get split and then something else that had... Like, I don't know if they vote on more than one game per category. So, like, I don't know if Red Dead and God of War are going to split each other's votes and then something like Celeste would have more votes. You know what I mean? Like, if there was some mm -hmm. in indecision. But as much as I don't think it is the game of the year, it's probably going to go to Red Dead. Todd, Todd is, like, affected by that game. Like, Todd is, like... It's changed my life. I love John Todd, Marsden. Todd works better when he's playing games where he can't drag down other people. Where he can't fucking send Xbox messages to people. I mean, that day is soon approaching with this, but... So, the last thing we'll touch on real quick about the Game Awards, and then we'll get out of here, Mike, is... uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. There's obviously going to be some world premieres. There's obviously going to be some new games shown off. World premiere. Last year, to run through what we got shown last year real quick, we got a World War Z trailer, we got Job Simulator, I'm sorry, we got Vacation Simulator, uh, we got a teaser for a new From Software game, which I think ended up being uh, Sekiro Shadows That Twice. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The creators of Firewatch showed a game into the Valley of Gods. We got the Breath of the Wild expansion that launched that night, which I will bet money that Nintendo will do that again. One of the things Nintendo shows will, will be available that night. Um, Soul Calibur 6 got shown off. Bayonetta 1 and 2 getting ported to Switch got shown off, and then Bayonetta 3 got teased. And then we got a weird trailer for Death Stranding. And we got shown a way out. And PUBG Desert Map. So knowing that, like, there will probably be some fucking bangers showing off here. What? Is there something you are anticipating being revealed? Or something that you want to see it revealed? Man. Kojima will probably be there. But it will probably just be a Death Stranding confusion trailer. Mm -hmm. With no PSX, do you think we're going to get a sony thing like a big thing 
or an un, un what, a thing what, that hasn't been shown what yet. What else do they have now? I don't know. We'll probably get like the twenty seventh trailer for Fire uh Fire Emblems uh for Kingdom Hearts three. I feel like they should show it. I feel like they just have a new trailer for every event. Yeah, why not? So uh, probably some Kingdom Hearts related thing, maybe a new world or something. Um, no, is there anything you think Sony's gonna bring something out with no PSX? You think Microsoft's gonna have something big to show? You gonna mm. you know fall asleep over there? I might. Uh, I mean, I don't know what Sony would even have to be like. Hey guys. I mean, the thing is, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily anticipate Sony Come showing up. Come by our PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Oof. I don't know if I necessarily see Sony showing something new, but they might have a trailer for like Dreams or Last of Us Two. Yeah. Or something like that. Um. However, I do anticipate Nintendo bringing something substantial. Now, a lot of people are hoping that it's Metroid Prime 3. I really don't think that it's Metroid Prime 3. I mean, if we look at what they did last year, it was Bayonetta 1 and 2, Bayonetta 3. Still a... Oh, bless you. Still a big deal. I feel like this is not the right place for Metroid, though. I mean, I could be wrong. I'd love to be wrong. I feel like whatever they show is probably going to get followed up with in their own direct in January or February. Mm -hmm. So I guess it could be Metroid, but I feel like Metroid is going to be saved as their big E3 thing. Unless Pokemon is their big E3 thing. Or unless Pokemon is the fucking thing they decide to show more of. Or it could be like just diving deeper into some of the other games we know are coming next year. Animal Crossing Switch. Mm -hmm. It could be Luigi's Mansion 3. It could be the Yoshi game, Crafted World. It could just be a deeper look on Bayonetta 3, because I don't think we've really seen much on Bayonetta 3. So it could be that. Do we think we're going to get a Smash DLC reveal of a character? Uh, They've done it before. I personally don't. It is, I mean, it's the eve of Smash as well. Mm -hmm. So do we think that they would even do that? That early? No, I don't think so. I feel like it see it's it's a weird it's a weird situation with Smash coming out the next day mm-hmm. where we know we already know the roster's huge. We already know we're getting a free character in February ish with Piranha Plant. Mm-hmm. And we already know that they're working on or they've already decided the characters that they're working on for the five DLC spots. Mm-hmm. So I mean they could show a character. And I don't think it would hurt the sales of the game that comes out the next day. I don't think it's going to hurt the sales. I'm just saying in terms of production, they've shown us a character that's going to be free. I don't know how far along in production they are to like be able to say, like, hey, guys, guess what? Cloud's best friend, Chocobo, is going to be in the next Smash game. Chocobo. And then show like the Chocobo like fucking dancing around. Well, you know what they could do? I... And I think that I think that if they've already decided on the five characters, mm-hmm. and Smash has been done for a while, I feel like that that at least one of these characters is in like a working such scenario where they could show off like light gameplay, like light, like montage gameplay. 
just like doing moves and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or whatever other game they announce or something, they could tie like. My guess is that at least like two to three of these characters that are coming to DLC for Smash are going to coincide with a game release. So, if they're going to show a trailer for Fire Emblem Three Houses, it's possible that at the end of the trailer we also get. But there's something else, Reggie. What is it? What you did? And then uh. You know. Just go straight up the 405 and then take a ride on to Santa Monica. Scott. I think like one person's going to know what the fuck we're talking about. It doesn't matter. The Californians. I can't believe I like I hated that sketch when it was on. And now I feel like I just love that sketch. It's a great sketch. <laughs> oh, Mr. Crack. <laughs> Mr. Crack. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like it's still... I, that's not what I'm banking on. I think we're going to probably get something. I feel like we're not going to get a new game reveal. I think we're going to get a look at something we don't have a lot of info on. And then maybe, maybe they end that announcement with like, just like, the smash noise. And then like, that person's just standing there on Battlefield and like takes their fucking sword off or something. Or their hat. Or whatever. Or maybe if they wear their sword on their head, it's a hat. It's a sword. Sword hat head. Or drop a fucking bombshell and just say, you know what? Fucking Earthbound fucking Mother 3 is coming to fucking Switch. Earthbound Collection. Earth Mother 4 is coming. We're doing them all. We're, we're just doing... gonna... We're gonna just, you know... Earthbound... Now that we live in a world... Earthbound's the next Fire Emblem. Where James Cameron can make one Avatar movie and say, guess what? I'm doing four more after this. And like every once in a while it's like, yep, still making that shit. But Earthbound, they can't get their fucking feet off the ground for Earthbound. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just preposterous. Well, part of it is, well, I think there's probably a lot of reasons, but uh, Itoi, the creator of Earthbound, at least the last interview that I've seen him be a part of, mm-hmm. I think he kind of flat out says he would he doesn't want to make another Mother game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... If Nintendo ever felt like they wanted to, it, I feel like it's their call. Maybe he would just not be involved or be like involved in like a executive role where like I'm gonna have some say, but I don't really want to make the game. Um, and I think I think Iwata also played a large role in that series, so maybe that's part of the reason why. Where it's like Shigesato doesn't want to do too much with it, and Iwata isn't around. So, but really, this is all James Cameron's fault. Yeah, of course. I mean, everything is. But, Mike, regardless of whether we're right or wrong about any of these dumb predictions, one thing's for certain. Next week, we're fucking smashing, baby. Smash is back. Must be a better way to say that. Nah, we're smashing next week. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I can't wait. But, uh, yeah, Mike... We'll, we'll have the Game Awards to hold us over. We'll have some Smash to play in between. And then we'll get the kind of funny game showcase after that. But, uh, yeah. That's pretty much all we got for this uh, this special 
prediction episode of the Past Controller podcast. As always, you can find us on the internet at pastcontroller.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at pastcontroller, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller. You can join our Discord and go to our Twitter. Hop in the pinned tweet is the easiest way to get there. You can help donate to the show and support us by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pastthecontroller, as well as going to our shop at pastthecontroller.io slash shop or pastthecontroller.threadless.com and buying some cool merch to rock your favorite podcast and give us a little bit of support. As always, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate all the good feedback, and we appreciate if you leave us a review on iTunes. And thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Controller Podcast, episode 118.